1: Podcast contains mature content. The views and opinions expressed by the coast are not necessarily those of the host. Listener discretion is advised. Handjobbers and handjobbies, welcome to the Smack and Raw Podcast, episode one thirty six. I am your host, the Warden Matt Ritter. I am here, as always, with my co-host Sir Cuss-a-Lot Travis Pointer, aka the Dragon King, aka Big T, a K Sweet t aka Money, aka Black Merlin, aka. T-Bag, a.k.a. the H-N-I-C. What's
0: that? Man? How you doing, Travis? I'm good. You don't seem to be doing so great right now. You seem, you seem, you, you seem to have a lack of excitement right now, sir. How you doing? You doing okay? Did, well, did, normally... Did, did, did something bring you down today, sir?
1: Normally, we watch SmackDown, and either I'm really excited to talk about how shitty it was, or I'm really excited <laughs> to talk about something that happened on it. But uh, no, SmackDown really killed me today, like killed my vibe for
0: the show. Well, it seems and it's like all it because did. of this coronavirus shit. Oh, coronavirus is affecting more things than you think, sir, but we'll talk about that later. Continue. Um, I don't have coronavirus, well, by the way, in case you were wondering that.
1: As far as I know, I don't either. Um, What I do have, though, uh, as was announced on Twitter and Facebook yesterday, is a baby on the way. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. There is going to be a new member of the Smackin' Raw podcast family coming September 25th, unless it's my, you know, she gets it from my wife, then she'll probably be late. But if it's my, if it gets it from me, it'll be on
0: time, maybe even early. Somebody, somewhere just said it was okay for Matthew Robert Ritter to reproduce. And so apparently that's happening now. It's one of you those weird things. Like, it's one of those weird things. They just let anybody make babies. Like, you know, you need a license to shampoo dogs, but you can just have a baby whenever the fuck you want. <laughs> well,
1: I figured you did it. And if you could do it, I could do it.
0: We are not talking about me right now. This is about you. As a matter of fact, there's
1: a song. It's anything
0: you can do, I can do there's better. There's a lot of things that I do or have done that other people shouldn't do. So, Except for
1: drinking. You will always drink better than me.
0: This is true. But.
1: Also sliding into Sasha's DMs because while Lana slid into my DMs this week, which blew my fucking mind. We're still sliding into Sasha's DMs on Instagram. So, Travis, go look up a panda gift for me. And
0: uh, and maybe 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 later something that will, like, make her think I'm insulting her. And maybe she'll respond.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because apparently if you talk about Lana and her acting and, uh, you know, her being in a Bruce Willis movie, she will reply directly to you to let you know how great of an actor she is. Yeah, sure well, Travis is yeah. looking that up.
0: Apparently, she thought you were insulting her, and it was just like, nah, bro. She <laughs> <laughs>
2: I ate from the I ate from the pack. like like
1: That is a cartoon panda. Doing a front flip, headstand front flip. So, yeah, no, Lana thought apparently that uh, my tweet that said something along the lines of, wait, Lana's going to be in a Bruce Willis movie, cuckold story Lana, Lana de Lana, Rusev de Lana, uh, whatever shit I said, and then I was like, And the fans are cheering. We want Lana? Where am I? So she responded back to let me know that she is such a good actress that people see her as a villain because she chooses to let us portray her that way and that the WWE fan base misses her when she's gone. And she's so good that she's going to be in a Bruce Willis movie. By the way, the name of the Bruce Willis movie, Travis, do you know this? Have you seen this? Negative. Uh, It's she plays a character that is supposed to be an elite assassin named soul. And I, th- it's something sin. Hold on a second. Lana WWE. Why are you figuring
0: that out? I want to mention when you said like the WWE miss universe misses her when she's gone. I'm pretty sure I haven't seen her in weeks and did not notice until she said that.
1: That is very true. That is very true. Um, <laughs> cosmic sin. That's what it is. A movie with Bruce Willis called Cosmic Sin, where she plays the baddest assassin in the galaxy. Is that right? I don't know if Bruce Willis makes straight-to-DVD movies, Travis, but if Bruce Willis does. This is one of them. Then again, I mean, the last movie that Bruce Willis made where he was in space was, what, Fifth Element?
0: Yeah, if you want to count that as in space, what else would you count that as? I would count it as like on a planet. How often did he actually go into space in that movie? He went like he it took off well, the, once. The and they movie went one took other place.
1: place in space. They were on a ship. That's where he met Chris Tucker as they were flying through space, through a good section of that movie. I guess. Anyway, that's not important.
0: I mean, technically, Earth is in space.
1: So you're saying we're all living in our own space movie, and we just don't know it? Exactly.
0: Okay. Every movie is a space movie, you think, hard enough.
1: I'm just saying Lana could be the next Mila Jovovich. You never know. Or not. Especially if they put her in those fucking little the Band-Aid things. Multipass. pass. Yeah. Um, other news other than Cosmic Sin uh with Bruce Willis. Apparently, and this was confirmed on SmackDown, Gronk will be on SmackDown next week, wherever SmackDown's held, more than likely the Performance Center. Because apparently Center. Monday Night Raw will be there as well. They just need um, to shut
0: down for a while, man. It, it would it hurts, but I think they just need to shut down for a while. We'll we'll get to that
1: when we get to that hold on a second uh gronk may be signing with the wwe it's not sh- we're not sure what capacity he may be signing with but mojo that gronkowski was coming with travis you know i'm a patriots fan unfortunately i don't want to see gronk i Good. don't like i saw him what did i see him on what was that what's that show with method man and uh Haley baldwin I don't know.
0: I just remember seeing him at many. There of those was like movies. a rap.
1: There was like a rap battle show or something. They had some show method man and Haley Baldwin. Anyway, he was on there and I listened to him talk, like talk like a regular person. I never want to hear him cut a promo in my life. It, it was bad. <laughs> I'd rather listen to <laughs> a Mojo rally promo than listen to that Gronk talk on a mic. Um, I just, I don't want it. Like, I get it. He's star power. I'm not saying anything. You know, I'm not one of those people who are like, oh, you know, if he actually loves the WWE and he actually wants to come in and be a full-time wrestler and really give this a go, good for him. I just – he's not doing it for me. If you were going to get a Patriot, get Tom Brady. And then have him never lose. Or actually have him always win,
0: but have him win by cheating and then never talk about how he wins by cheating.
1: Pretend like I he idea. doesn't
0: cheat? Yeah, that's the best part. Yeah. Like win by cheating all the time and then pretend like he doesn't cheat. It's the it's, it's it Doesn't matter because as Travis always says, a, W's a, a W's W is a W. The W the W. Here's the thing: I don't knock them for what they do to win. I'm all for it. Like, you know, I believe it was Jesse the Body of Ventura that says, "Win if you can, lose you you lose you much, but always cheat and never get caught."
1: Uh, also, the British Bulldog is being inducted into the Hall of Fame.
0: Finally, yeah, that's, that took a fucking long ass time. Why, what took them so long on that shit?
1: Uh, he's British. Part of the Hart family. There was a big disconnect there for a long time.
0: I mean, he's part of the Hart family, but not. He married into the Hart family, though. It's not like he's a Hart. It was part of the Hart Foundation. Once again, he married into that family. He He's not actually a Hart. But I, I know what you mean. If Britt's in there, he can be in there. Last but not least, the
1: news and rumors. Travis. What? They're going to cancel WrestleMania.
0: Probably. You think so? Probably. You can't have WrestleMania without the fans, without the pomp and circumstance and all that shit.
1: You're telling me that we can't do a WrestleMania PC show like we did SmackDown tonight?
0: No, no, we absolutely cannot.
1: I I honestly really wouldn't want to see that after what I saw. Um, I commend, we'll move into SmackDown just to get that out of the way. We'll talk about the couple things there. I commend WWE and Triple H for what they tried to do tonight. Triple H cut a passionate promo at the beginning of the show about how they're still here to entertain the fans and that they're putting on the show for us, despite what's going on in the world, to entertain us. And it was beautiful, and that was the end of The Beautiful until the very end of the show. Um,
0: It just um, didn't do it for me. Like I said, the only thing I saw, because I saw it on YouTube, was... The end of uh, Sasha and Bailey's tag match against, uh, what was it Nikki and Alexa, right? And yeah. From what I saw, that the best part of the, those matches was Triple H on commentary. And I re- yeah. really feel like this whole thing would have worked a lot better if everybody had leaned into the fact that they were in the performance center in front of nobody. You know? Like, if that's what you're well, going to do, use it and lean into it. See, they kind of did. And that's what I didn't like. Explain
1: so, that. Sasha. Sasha and Bailey did their entrance, did their post-match celebration as if they were doing it for a regular crowd, as if the crowd was there. And I felt like they did that for a reason, like, oh, the crowd's not here, but we're still going to do it anyway because we know the crowd's not here. And it didn't work for me. When they were cutting their promo at the beginning of the segment, when they were calling out Paige, who wasn't there, which, would, by the way, of all the things that was supposed to happen tonight, This whole page thing was the thing that I was most interested in because especially if they canceled it due to travel issues, I've got to believe they have something big planned for page that they didn't want to waste on this show, which is why they delayed it. So I'm very curious about that, but they're talking like they're talking if they were in an arena full of people looking around at nobody. And it bothered me. I would have rather had them look directly into the camera, talk directly to the people watching at home, and not act like they were, you know, not play up like there was an imaginary crowd there. Like, it bothered
0: me. Well, if on a show like this, and something they probably just didn't think about, no promo should be done in the ring. All talking and anything like that needs to be done backstage on some kind of sound stage or something like that. Because the point of doing the promo in the ring is to interact with the crowd that's out there. If there's no crowd, do it backstage where you have, like, more control over everything. It and they did some of that. that way. That's what they, they that's did. Some all of they should
1: have done. They should not have agree. been any. There should
0: not have been any talking going on in the ring at
1: all. Well, well, there was also a lot of that. So after Sasha and Bailey defeated Alexa and Nikki, thanks to a, an assist from Oscar, mm-hmm. um, I watched forty minutes of the show and then I shut it off. And then I checked back in a little bit and I, I watched the last segment. So. Uh, We had a Roman Reigns interview in-ring with Michael Cole where they sat down and Michael Cole talked to Roman Reigns. That actually worked pretty well um, because it was just those two talking back and forth even though it was in-ring. We saw Jeff Hardy backstage giving an interview about his return tonight, which, by the way, I didn't give a shit about, uh, where he's interrupted by Baron Corbin and then he challenges Baron Corbin. So Jeff Hardy's return match for the WWE happened in an empty arena in front of nobody. And – From what I heard, because I did not watch that match, because that's one of the things I did not watch, apparently they're not calling it the twist of fate now that Matt Hardy's gone. They're calling Jeff's move the twist of fury.
0: Really? That's dumb. I agree. I mean, who gives a shit if Matt's there or not. It's still a twist of fate. What, what Maybe the Matt
1: trademarked the- Twist of Fate and told WWF to go for WWE to go fuck themselves.
0: I mean, did he tell his little brother that too? That's shitty. Apparently. I Maybe his little I brother's did. doing it out of respect. I wish me and my brother did have a signature move and then he told me not to call it the same thing anymore. I would fly back out to Pensacola just so I could whoop his ass. Fuck you.
1: Daniel Bryan also challenges Cesaro to a match after a little confrontation backstage with Sami Zayn. I watched the entrance for Daniel Bryan years
0: old and I probably still lose that fight. We go ahead.
1: <clears throat> Daniel Bryan is now hanging out with Drew Gulak. Apparently Drew Gulak earned Daniel Bryan's respect after their re- elimination chamber when they had that really good match at Elimination Chamber on the that pre-show? no one expected. No, it wasn't on the pre-show, it was the first match of the show.
0: That explains the same shit.
1: Um, and then we also played an entire recap of the tag team elimination chamber match. Miz and Morrison came out after that and they did their like little fucking their little show. Um, I did. I caught a bit of it. It was dumb. It was dumb. It was dumb.
0: If they had done it backstage, it would have been better. I didn't see it, but I bet if they did it backstage, it would have been better. And then John Cena comes out at the very end of the show
1: and he cuts a promo on the fiend. And while everything he said was a fucking falsehood because he's a lying piece of shit. Everything he said about Bray Wyatt was wrong. He cut a very impassioned promo about Bray Wyatt. What did he say? He said that everyone talks about how John Cena buries people. Well, How come nobody ever talks about how John or how come nobody ever says John Cena got buried? He goes, well, when you ask people that, they say, well, you win all the time. He goes, I lost to The Undertaker at WrestleMania and I had to buy a ticket to get in. I got squashed by Brock Lesnar and he listed off all these. I lost to CM Punk in Chicago and he left with the title. I lost to Rob Van Dam at ECW One Night Stand. I lost to The Miz at WrestleMania. He listed all these things off. All these losses, he's like, Over the last after every loss, <laughs> after every loss, every that, you know, should have been, you know, this, especially the Miz at WrestleMania should have been this career turning point. I just got back up and I kept doing what I do. I didn't make excuses. I didn't say I was buried. I kept working. And then he said that the reason that he accepted that Bray White's not that person, that Bray White has been handed chance after chance after chance, and that Bray Wyatt's not the future of the WWE. He doesn't see Bray Wyatt as the future of the WWE. And that's why he took this match was to end Bray Wyatt the way it should have ended six years ago when he beat him at WrestleMania and take him out of the equation. So guys like Rhea Ripley and Tommaso Ciampa, and he listed off a bunch of people from NXT, those are the future that he's trying to secure. So he's taking a spot from those people, which he said he wasn't going to do. To beat Bray Wyatt, who he doesn't think should be at WrestleMania as well,
0: in a WrestleMania what match. What? I said Rhea Ripley has a spot. What are you talking about?
1: Not – no, I'm saying John Cena is taking a spot that could have gone to one of the younger talent that he mentioned. Obviously, Rhea has one, so not her, Travis, but the other talent he mentioned. Instead, he's taking that spot, and he's taking that spot against someone that he doesn't think is the future. So now – Both those – it's not him putting over a future talent, according to his promo. Bray actually was sitting in the arena. No, he's
0: getting rid of one so they can rise.
1: As John, – don't – you don't – don't play devil's advocate because you fucking hate John Cena. I'm not even going to let that slide.
0: Get out of here with that bullshit. Anyway. I'm just letting you know what the man said. I'm not gonna let you, you didn't twist even see his it. words. I'm not gonna let you twist the man's words like that. All right, bullshit. Fuck John Cena and everything he stands for. But I'm not gonna let you lie on him. Go ahead, keep. Going. I'm
1: lying on him because he's full of shit.
0: Anyway, all Bray my Wyatt. Criticism of John Cena are the truth. You are trying to spin falsehoods on this man's character. I have never accused him of burying people. No, not I on have the not. show. No, I have not. I have never accused him of burying people, ever, ever. Don't even try that shit.
1: Anyway, Bray Wyatt was in the crowd listening to John Cena's speech. The camera conveniently left that section of the crowd out. And then as John went on, he started laughing. He rolled into the ring. He talked about why John Cena was wrong about him, how John Cena broke him at WrestleMania 30 and how The Fiend put him back together and how The Fiend is going to break him. John Cena told us also that this isn't going to be a wrestling match at WrestleMania between him and The Fiend. It's not going to be a technical classic, which I don't know fight. that John Cena's ever had. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a bloody brawl, um, it's violent be a fight.
0: Yeah, we've heard these yeah. promos before, so give me something original. See, this is the kind of thing the Fiend said said. going to
1: doing the fiend said it's going to be a massacre and John just doesn't know it yet. Or Bray said that the fiend wasn't there. And then the face I mean, the came fiend up and we talk, went to black. Sir. Yeah. Bray said it. The fiend wasn't there. Hmm. So that was SmackDown, Travis. I'm spitting.
0: Yeah, it did not sound very interesting to me either. So I'm going to spit as well.
1: All right. Um, are we even going to do a show next week? If all the shows are from the fucking PC.
0: I have a plan. We'll talk about it afterwards.
1: Okay. Um, Raw, NXT, or AEW?
0: Um. Let's go NXT. We need to. We need to. We need to up your spirits a little bit. Let's go there. Well, we kicked off NXT with. Are you supposed to say the name? And I was going to do a little directing thing.
1: I would well, your screen froze for me for a second. I was cueing queuing you to say bask in his glory. Oh, was his name. oh I'm
0: sorry. Well, too late now. Yes.
1: Let's try this again. Over on NXT, we kicked NXT off with Bask in his glory. Keith Lee. All
0: right. There we go.
1: He took on Cameron Grimes for the North American Championship. Damn good match. Yes, um also was. NXT was a little weird I until the very end of NXT I did not like NXT to be honest with you like there were good matches but doing it from the PC bothered me because even with the crowd in the PC it felt so much smaller I felt like I was watching an indie show Really? I did not feel Isn't like I was it? watching wrestling.
0: That's how NXT has always felt to me anyway. I really didn't feel a difference. Like no bullshit. I'm not even trying this to make it so so smaller. It really didn't make a diff- it it really didn't feel any different to me at all for NXT.
1: I was watching it the whole thing. It just it all felt so much more compact and smaller. It was really bothering me the whole time. I was not feeling it. At least they bust in the crowd from full sale to be a part of NXT. So basically, Monday Night Raw we knew about the coronavirus. It was a thing. By Wednesday, all right, this is kind of an issue. We're going to conceal ourselves and bring down the crowd. By tonight, nobody's allowed in. Lock the doors, only essential personnel. This is now a pandemic. Fuck the fans. They're not going to be in attendance. Nope.
0: By Mondays, the so we'll wrestling be like, you know what, sh- fuck this shit because we realized... This whole virus thing is probably a bad idea with all these people sweating all over each other and shit. Still probably a bad idea. Everybody needs to go home and sit the fuck down for a while.
1: After Keith Lee defeats Cameron Grimes, Damian Priest hits Lee from behind with
0: his nightstick. This motherfucker here. Bruh, you lost. You're done. We are done with you.
1: Dominic Dijakovic comes out and runs off Damian Priest, who also had his – Dijakovic had his knee taken out with that same nightstick by Priest. Keith Lee, having no idea who hit him from behind, wakes up, sees Dominic Dijakovic holding his title, and does
0: the right thing. Yeah, I'd have took his ass out too. I'd have took his ass out too. Fuck you! The fuck you do? it? I just get knocked in the back of the head, well, back in the back for no reason. I get up, you standing over me holding my fucking belt. Yeah, I'm taking you out. We'll sort this There's out. There's nobody later. else
1: there. There's nobody else there. You're the only one standing in That's the ring up there, You're holding my shit.
0: A couple weeks ago, I'm I know you listened to it on a super flashy era of tomorrow. Well, that was like I was trying. I don't remember who said it anymore. I didn't remember then either, but let the KGB or somebody who just like kill them all and let God sort them out. Yeah. 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 That's how it would have been when I woke up from that shit. See him there holding my belt. Yep. Take him out. God'll fix it. Boom. <laughs> like, no, Speaking bro. of which
1: I am this close to letting this be the last season. I watched Supergirl. This has been fucking terrible this season and I can't, it anymore i don't know if i'm gonna finish the season i might just listen to your show
0: it's not good it's not good as you can i might just listen to your show and hear what happened if you've been listening i'm like like i get to a certain point I'm like i'm no longer paying attention like i don't care anymore i know i get it
1: i have not listened to this week's episode. it's real hard you know i love my legends legends has been fine for me even this week was fine for me but fuck man supergirl is just unwatchable i don't know why how they're I fucking to show up.
0: unwatchable. it's just i lose interest in it very quickly and it's just like i feel like i shouldn't but the thing is we don't have a villain matt that's really what it is we don't have a villain they keep kind of hinting uh, at, at lex doing some shit leviathan's still there but there's really no villain that's the problem yeah that could be no, not good I just be. I That's don't like problem. any
1: of the characters at all anymore, and I blame Crisis. But we're not going to talk about that. We got to get back to NXT. Uh, did you see Dakota Kai versus Mia Yim? Yes. Dakota Kai loses to Mia Yim. This is a qualifying match for the ladder match that is supposed to take place the night before WrestleMania at Takeover that we don't know if we're actually going to get it or not.
0: Oh, wait. No, Um, I didn't see that match. It wasn't good enough for Hulu. I watched it somewhere else. I'm sorry. I remember seeing the match. Let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you what happened. I knew the match happened, and so I made a point to find it and watch it myself. I'm looking at my notes here. I did not watch it on Hulu.
1: Did you see Kushida versus Mendoza?
0: No.
1: Asian Marty McFly. Did you see him? No, no. Did you see Rhea Ripley? I did. Uh, this was actually entertaining. You know, Rhea comes out, talks her shit about how she, you know, did some things to Charlotte on Monday Night Raw that we will talk about when we get to Monday Night Raw. Charlotte comes out. Charlotte drops Rhea. I was. Charlotte on starts. It.
0: Mike. Charlotte has to get her licks back
1: eventually. Like. <laughs> She starts working the knee, prepping the knee, prepping it for that figure eight at WrestleMania. Whenever WrestleMania happens, she might be working the knee for the next six months. I'm about to say it'll happen in like June or July. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the best part was as Charlotte came out to cut her promo, the fans started chanting, go back to Raw, and you don't, don't go, here. go here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Where the
1: fuck is Bianca Belair? It's
0: a good question. That's a very good question. Why is
1: she not here? If the fans are chanting, you don't go here. Bianca needs to come out. You need to make Bianca it's part of the story. It's very she's over.
0: If people are like chanting her shit at somebody, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I was um, glad to see Charlotte get her licks back in because fuck Real Ripley right now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Did you see uh, anything backstage with someone getting abducted by uh, in a van? No. Okay. Uh, did you see
0: Tegan Knox versus Deanna Peraza? Tegan Knox sounds like a name I should know. Which one is that? She's the, She's the other white
1: girl that is Dakota Kai. There. Oh, I think her! The same no, I didn't white see girl her. That is Kai.
0: I didn't see her. No,
1: no. Uh, did you see Velveteen Dream? Oh, I saw the
0: Dream. All three of his eyes. So D R E A M. We
1: got the Undisputed Era out there. They're getting ready for this NXT Tag Team title match. The dream comes out. He's up on the fucking little platform thing, and he continues to play mind games to basically do what we did last week and break down his master plan of using Broderick Strong as mm-hmm. a pawn to get to what he I really did. wanted. These
0: are just tights, but you would trip it. <laughs> I got you, yeah. you. To bring him on, yeah. It was so good, it was so good. I
1: was too, he got me <laughs> like um, the whole
0: time. Like, yo, just stop try. If you stop trying to put him in a box, you'd see what was going on. I didn't see him going after the NXT title, I- I'll give you that. But like, it's just like I knew it wasn't about Roderick Strong, like, he was just like, yo, he's just he's, he's being Velveteen Dream, he's not a heel, he's not a face, he's the Velveteen Dream.
1: Very entertaining promo though. Uh mm-hmm. like I said, NXT Tag Team title match. Broserweights win. Grizzled Young Veterans, which
0: <laughs> we know come you down love at The Grizzled Young Veterans, Matt. You love their name. They names come down at some so point. Much. Listen, I, I literally your unborn child who's coming out. You were gonna name him Grizzled Young Veteran Ritter.
1: <laughs> no, not even <laughs> close. Um I actually sat there, and I was trying during this match.
0: I'm calling your child Grizzled Ritter, no matter
1: what. (laughs) Even if it's a girl? Yep. That's (laughs) fucked up. Um, So the whole time, I'm trying to think of, like, something else GYV could stand for that I could call the besides Grizzled Young Veterans. And I kind of – I didn't even really see what they did. Huh?
0: Get your vagina. Uh, yeah, uh, that literally just popped into my head right now. You can take with that what you want.
1: Yeah, no, I spent a little more time thinking into it. I didn't go for the first thing that came in my mind. There were there were a few things. None of them were really good. I'm not giving like that. it
0: that much thought.
1: <laughs> but this is what I did because I didn't care because they have a stupid name and it is what it is. And then Travis, my boy, Tommaso Ciampa, who was told last week that we're not going to do it Ciampa's way. We're going to do it Gargano's way in that Ciampa awesome promo. Yeah. What happened with him? Oh, I'm talking about it right now. You didn't see it? Yes, yeah, auto Just fucking with you. Go ahead. Okay. Comes down to the ring, calls out Johnny. Johnny is in the back in an office room responding, and this is where the beauty of the Performance Center really opened itself to me. This is where I was like, you know what? All those criticisms about it being small and feeling like an indie show and not really feeling like NXT to me with the lighting and the shit in the background and all that, it all changed when, as Johnny Gargano was standing there cutting his promo, Tommaso Ciampa walked to the back and found them in the conference room, and they brawled all over the PC. We're getting hit with weight plates. We're getting thrown through glass windows. Yeah, they we're used the fact weights. that
0: they were in the performance center to their benefit. We were getting what they should have done. I was talking about that with SmackDown. If they lean into the fact that they're on if they're at the performance center. Use that. But you know, who am I? Don't listen to Travis. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's only been watching this shit longer than most people have been alive. But go ahead. We got
1: referees there who were just kind of asking them to stop politely, and their authority is being completely disrespected because this isn't a match. So what the fuck are you... Unless you're going to get in there and break some shit up, why the fuck are we going to stop for you? Yeah. What are yeah. you going to do? You are a ref. You are not sanctioning anything. You are not... There are no rules And here. you're not big enough to do anything about it. So... So you're just going to stand there and yell, hey, Down cut up, up You
0: need, like, all the refs.
1: It would have been better if we had surrounded them by refs and treated it like a World Star hip-hop video. They're just like, oh, oh, shit, and <laughs> just, like, cheering along, watching it in the back. That would have been great. We make our way back to the outside, back to the platform where Velveteen Dream was on. This part actually took a lot longer than I think it should have. I know why they, you know,
0: they were filling the time. They had time yeah. to fill. You're right, though. It was long. It was long. It
1: there were so many times oh. I'm
0: like, okay, it's over now. Nope, nope, there's more. Okay, I'll watch the rest of this. It's like... It's like Bad Boys 2. That movie should have ended twice before it actually ended. <laughs> like, there are things that happen like, oh, okay, here's the end. Oh, wait, there's more. Alright. Oh, it's over now. Oh, fuck. They still gotta go to Cuba. Shit. Like, it's just... There's, like, it's, it's way longer than it should have been. Same with this here.
1: But we do end it with Tommaso Ciampa hitting an Emerald Fusion.
0: That wasn't – Off of – what was it then? That was the Celtic Cross. The Emerald Fusion, you pick him up in the front. You hold him in the front and drop the little driver on him. He picked him up and held him in the back and dropped down. That was that Celtic Cross. Look at the emerald fusion, and then look at what he did, and look at the way he was holding them. You'll know. I know this because I used the emerald fusion for Blade's finisher for years.
1: I understand you did. Anyway, I I will be looking that up for sure. Because yes, yes, that was the emerald fusion. He he hits it. It may not have been the Celtic
0: Cross, is what that was called that he did, but it was definitely not the emerald fusion.
1: He hit it off of the platform through the announce table. The
0: emerald fusion.
1: Through the announce table. It was the same move he did to Adam Cole off the top of war games through the tables. Mm. NXT, spit or swallow?
0: I'm swallowing. I got the in Keith Lee's glory. Velveteen Dream gave me a dope-ass promo. Got a dope-ass down at the end. Yeah, I'm with it. I'll swallow it.
1: Me too. I'm swallowing. Um, Raw or AEW? Oh, uh, let's go to OW. OW? AEW, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I got you. <laughs> uh, I I want to sit here and tell you guys that AEW just doesn't give a fuck about the fans or the coronavirus. They're just putting on shows no matter what. But the truth is, they don't really have the alternative that WWE does to, like, cancel their show and then go put it on at a performance center. So, um.
0: Yeah, we'll see what happens next week. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because not only are they supposed that it's blood and guts next week. I don't know, but you know what blood and guts is, right? Yeah, war games. But is it supposed to be next week, or is it a week
1: after? I think I, I think it's the week after. I think it's two weeks. I think it was the twenty sixth, twenty fifth. I think it's two weeks. Okay. I could be wrong. It might not happen at all.
0: Yeah, there's no might. It probably won't happen at all. There's a lot of things that include live audiences and shit that are not going to happen. I also saw they are suspending production of The Flash right now. So, yeah. They just like, you know, we're making The Flash. Nope, 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 no more. They finished Supergirl because they were filming the finale already. Like, yo, let's just finish this shit, and it was shut down. But Flash is like, nope, no more. Cut it off until we get this corona shit under control. Let me ask you this.
1: How do you feel about them doing, like, the Bash at the Beach, now a War Games-type show, on a regular Tuesday
0: night, not as a pay-per-view? I feel the same way about it that I felt about it when it came to WCW. Like, I feel like what they're doing, they're producing a television show. So give us good shit on TV. I get it. Okay. We My kicked off is, this yep, episode. And the thing is, also, it would, it, would be, it would bother me more if their pay per views were more frequent, but their pay per views are stretched far enough apart to where it makes sense for them to do this.
1: Also, you didn't let me do Not Good Enough for Hulu NXT, and you let me fuck that up last week with Monday Night Raw, too. So we're not going to fuck it up twice in a row because I Dude, didn't do it at all for Monday Night Raw. I don't
0: host week. this show. You host this show. That's up to you. I drink on this show a lot. So Not good enough for Hulu, NXT edition. Blame. Not me. Dakota Kai swear, man. Always loses to Mia guy. Yim.
1: Mia Yim moves on to the latter match to determine the number one contender for Rhea's title or Charlotte's title, whoever's title it is, come when they have the match. And uh, Reina Gonzalez, Raquel, sorry, Raquel Gonzalez, she's no longer Reina, takes Mia Yim out after the match.
0: But me and Yem still in that ladder match,
1: though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kushita defeats Raul Mendoza. By the way, Gonzalez did a really cool, I don't even know what you'd call it, but it was like a choke slam kind of power bomb. Like it looked like she grabbed her from a pump handle. Like there was some weird shit going it's on there, but it came off really Big shit.
0: strong motherfucker shit. Yeah. Uh she defeated Raul Mendoza. And then. How do we. Well, I'm sure we'll have more time. I'm never mind. I'll say, how do we work Bianca Belair into this shit? Because she needs another shot. But go ahead.
1: You missed the epic crossover, Travis. What's that? The Dark Order was on NXT and they kidnapped Raul Mendoza. <laughs> Is that what happened? There, were, there was a black van. There were two guys in black luchador masks that came out. Grab Raul Mendoza and threw him in a van. So my
0: Raul only conclusion, Mendoza.
1: he is a wrestler on NXT that isn't good enough for Hulu. Got it. My only my only logical thought process is that he is the exalted one.
0: Yo, what? I just had a moment where I thought I forgot to hit record, but I did. So it's okay. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Travis. <laughs> I was going to say, it says recording at the top. Yeah, it does. We're recording. We're good. We're good. We are good. It's just like, I, I wait a minute. Did I hit record when we started? Okay, We. I did. Okay, we're okay. Don't worry. Don't worry, folks. We're good. <laughs>
1: so that whole bit about the Dark Order, that that's done now. So, yeah, Raul Mendoza got abducted by. Uh, the exalted
0: one is Christopher Daniels. Los Conquistadores. uno and dos. Si, sí, senor. And then
1: uh, Tegan Knox defeated Diana Perazzo to also get into that ladder match. So not good enough for Hulu NXT edition. The Mia Yim defeating Dakota Kai, <laughs> Kushida defeating Mendoza, Mendoza getting kidnapped, and Knox defeating Perazzo.
0: Like I said, the women.
1: Yeah, basically, except for Rhea and Charlotte.
0: Well, yeah, they didn't have a match though. Not about the women's yeah. matches.
1: AW, Uh we kick it off with Hangman being interviewed about who his mystery partner is. The young Bucks are there, and they're like, you know, did you invite us here because you need a part you because you need your partner? He's like, no. I
0: was so annoyed by this. Keep going.
1: He's like, I don't trust you for sure. He goes, What about your brother? You bring his trunks tonight? I wouldn't pick him either. My partner's a mystery. I enjoyed this. I enjoyed the shit out of him insulting
0: go ahead, keep and going disrespecting the young bucks i enjoyed it until it was taken out of his hands because dustin runnels just decided i'm your partner now who was adam page's partner who did he pick oh we well, we never found out exactly that's my point like he had made a decision his own I'm gonna bring in who I want to bring in, but Dustin just inserted himself, and Paige just accepted it. See,
1: that didn't bother me because even it though Paige me. didn't seem happy about it, that was a great tag team. It and those was two fit well but together. The Problem
0: was, he had a plan. I wanted to see what the fuck his plan was, and he just. We don't okay. know that he had a plan, and he was just okay. With Dustin just upsetting his plan. He had a plan.
1: We, no, no, we don't know that he had a plan. For all we know, he had a
0: plan. He was drunk and he was going to go out there and win that shit. He had a drunken plan, but he had a plan. See, those of you who don't drink, like always like to judge those of us who do. We think things through. We don't think them through well, but we think them through. He had an idea of who he wanted.
1: Did you see? the disclaimer he put out about how he will not be taking beer from fans until the coronavirus thing settles how he will also only be drinking whiskey as he hopes that the increased alcohol content fights the virus and all of the like, have that great I also
0: stated that I feel like if I consume enough tequila I will be able to fight out the coronavirus more adequately no, no. so we're
1: reading this we I'm I'm it's in the group I'm going to find it I'm going to read this whole disclaimer because Adam Page is a shit, and this was fucking hilarious. It had me cracking. It's
0: up. so funny how weeks ago you were judging him so hard, and I was defending Travis. You. I just said he has a drinking problem. That hasn't changed. It didn't change
1: the fact that he was he my does favorite AEW guy. Not have
0: a drinking
1: problem. He drinks.
0: He there is a difference between drinking Uh-oh. and having a drinking problem.
1: Says someone with a drinking problem. I uh, do not
0: have so- a drinking problem. I drink. There is a Episode difference. 134 of the Smackin'
1: Raw podcast would beg to differ.
0: Once again, a I mid- what happened that day. It was uh-huh. a combination of fatigue, lack of sustenance as in food, and more tequila than I should have drinking on that day. Drank.
1: Hence I the think. problem. From the desk of Hangman Adam Page, amid the current rapidly evolving coronavirus situation, Hangman Adam Page wishes to inform you that he will be taking necessary precautions to ensure his continued health and safety, as well as the health and safety of his fans across the globe. In addition to the suggestion and mandates from health organizations and government officials, Hangman Adam Page has committed to the following actions. Hangman Adam Page will, for the time being, no longer be able to accept beer from any fans should they be in the attendance of events. Adam will now be traveling with his own beverages to consume and looks forward to instances of conveniently appearing unopened beverages.
0: i I'm a fan of that.
1: Conveniently appearing unopened beverages. I'm looking forward to that. Hangman Adam Page will now exclusively, uh, exclusively be drinking whiskey in hopes that the higher alcohol content will help stave off potential infection. Yep. In in future wrestling exhibitions, Hangman Adam Page will avoid applying any wrestling holds that create close contact with opponents' faces. This includes (laughs) maneuvers like the belly-to-belly suplex, the mandible claw, and the thing he did that time when Frankie Kazarian spit on him and then he licked it up and then spit back on him in an act of defiance. (laughs) <laughs> in addition to these necessary actions oh hey Man adam page would no. like to further encourage his my fans
0: favorite thing that has been on the internet in the last 24 hours oh my god
1: <laughs> hey Man Adam page would like to further encourage his fans to follow these proper precautions and practices wash your hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds especially after you've been in public places or one avoid touching of your eyes, song. nose avoid touching your eyes, nose yeah, and mouth with unwashed hands
0: that's like what 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 baby me but but oh, I'm sorry go ahead
1: avoid public gatherings when possible buy a six pack of corona beer honestly they have nothing to do with this and did nothing wrong apply your turn signal before changing lanes <laughs> Consider the benefits of Medicare for All system, in which U.S. citizens could get care rapidly and without considerable cost to them. They should begin to display symptoms of the coronavirus or any other mala- malady, possibly preventing its effects and spread. And try ordering pineapples as a topping on your next pizza. Honestly, no, I've changed my mind on it. It's I badass. Not, I will not make sure you put that in there.
0: Not doing it. I don't put fruit on pizza. Fuck you.
1: Tomatoes are fruit.
0: Yep, no tomato sauce don't count. Tomato sauce does not count. Tomatoes are fruit by technicality.
1: Stay safe. Signed, Adam. Hand wash, page.
0: Yes, wash your fucking hands. If you're listening to this right now, press pause. Go to the bathroom and wash your goddamn hands.
1: As Travis said, you can do it to the thong song. By the time you finish the chorus, that should be long enough.
0: Exactly. Baby it Big Adam
1: Page is a
0: love it so much. It's he's he it's just a joy to have in the wrestling business.
1: Well, we kick off The in-ring action with uh, Ortiz taking on Cody. Cody defeats.
0: Happened on AEW. I forgot.
1: Yeah, Ortiz loses to Cody with a figure (laughs) four. Uh, Santana then hits Cody from behind, and then Arn Anderson comes in, and apparently, at his age in that sweater vest, Arn Anderson is still the enforcer and is still so scary to these two young. As uh Chris Jericho put it, hooligans, thugs
0: from New York, that they got ran off by double. Hey, R. hey, listen, listen. Me, thirty-three year old black guy from the south side of Chicago, I wouldn't fuck with Arn Anderson either. Fuck that. If I'm fucking somebody up and Arn Anderson shows up, said I'm helping this guy, yeah, I'm moving out of the way. I don't know. Jackson. Arne Anderson. Matt Jackson, and Kenny Omega
1: come down. Now, mind you, Kenny Omega is in a a hand cast. He is not well enough to tag with his partner tonight to help Hangman Adam Page, but he can go bring himself down, put himself in danger for fucking Cody. I don't remember the last time Cody came out to save him or help any of the other members of the elite, but yeah, he's down there, not worried about his... Tag Team Titles and his partner. This is why Kenny Omega is a piece of shit, ladies and gentlemen. This is why Hangman Adam Page no, no, needs to no. fuck this, up. This, this is not a Adam Kenny Page.
0: Omega problem. This is an elite problem. They all suck at helping each other out, which is why they're going to lose in that fucking world, what the fucking war games, what do they call it? Blood and guts. Yeah, that shit. War games. They're going to lose. They're going to lose. Because the inner circle is a unit and the elite is not. Listen, you. because of that, that's
1: why this is a Kenny Omega problem. They're not a unit. So your only priority is that tag team title and your tag team partner and getting yourself healthy to be there for your tag team partner. You can't even do that. And you're running other members of the elite when you're not even clear to wrestle, putting those, those tag team belts, putting your partner in jeopardy. Now he's got to go out there and find a partner, which ended up being Dustin Rhodes, who he didn't even want because you can't keep yourself healthy. And then when you're told to stay the fuck out of the ring, you're running down there, putting yourself in harm's way. And what else did you do? You left Nick Jackson, the the Jeff Hardy of the group, you know, all flash, no fucking, Nothing. Matt's the better one. You left him back there, and you got some more NWO shit, Travis. Jericho cuts his whole promo, and he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, you want to know where your brother is? You guys wondering where he was?
0: Yeah, yeah we went to his fucking ass. We fucked him up. Guess he what? was bleeding from the mouth. NWO shit. I like seeing NWO shit, bro. <laughs> he had the door crushing his head. Yes. Yes. I was with it. I was in. I was all the way in. You know why? Because the elite sucks. All of them. All of them.
1: I had this weird thing where, for whatever Matt reason, fuck them. Oh, no, that was Nick that got fucked up.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. But Matt let it happen. Um, he let his little brother get fucked up. Well, he here's the thing. Up. So, hold on. You were supposed to protect your little brother. Travis, that's the thing. So, if my older brother lets me get fucked up, I blame him. No matter what state he's in, he's supposed. I am one hundred percent
1: positive that Terrence would let you get fucked up and would 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 have no qualms about it.
0: He would not. He would not. I one hundred percent guarantee you that he would not let me get fucked up. I trust my older brother with my fucking life, sir. I would say, here is my life. You hold it. Let me not, you know. Keep me alive from now on, and he would do it.
1: So what I was gonna say was I did this, I do this weird thing, and apparently you do too, where I just assume because they're brothers that like backstage they're always together. Yeah. So my first thought was
0: when Matt ran down should have been with him. When Matt
1: and Kenny ran down, it's like, how did you not notice how did you not notice that Nick wasn't with you? But like they are two completely different people. No, Nick could have been taking a piss. When this happened, it doesn't matter. and then came out of the bathroom, Matt ran to go help, came out of the bathroom, ran foul of the inner circle, and got fucked
0: up. Like, Nick is his own person. He's a no. grown-ass man. He's married. No. He's got kids. No, no, no. Let me tell you, as the youngest sibling, I'm going to tell you how this works. We do random reckless shit because we know our older siblings have our back. You're supposed to prevent shit like this from happening. And when you don't, it is your fault.
1: See, that sounds like some spoiled-ass younger child yes, bullshit. We
0: are. Being- we are. We are spoiled-ass youngest children partially because of y'all. Because guess what? I say this all the time. People who spoil us do not get to complain about how spoiled we are.
1: Believe me, I never spoiled my little sister, and I don't think Terrence ever spoiled you.
0: You mean to tell me that if something happened, you wouldn't protect your little sister?
1: I would protect her. I did not spoil her, though.
0: That is a form of spoiling. because I do not condone her reckless
1: actions. Yeah,
0: but you will defend her still.
1: From a man. If she gets her ass whooped by a woman, she said some stupid shit. She called. She asked for well, it. Okay, but if be you honest said with some you.
0: stupid shit to a man, you'll defend her, won't you?
1: Well, yeah, because men. I'm not going to exactly. let a man hit my yeah, sister.
0: Exactly. Case and point. You defend if I had a, your younger sibling.
1: If I had a younger brother and he said some stupid, reckless-ass shit, I might let him get his ass beat. You
0: might. You wouldn't. By
1: another man. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Anyway, My
0: brother wouldn't. I know he wouldn't, and he knows he wouldn't. He pretends he would, but he wouldn't.
1: The other thing that happened during this match was Jake the Snake Roberts just kind of walked into the arena with Lance Archer.
0: He was just there.
1: Commentators let us know that this is Lance Archer, and this is Jake's client, the guy that was with Jake the Snake Roberts.
0: I know, but outside of that, who was Lance Archer?
1: You're gonna have to keep watching and hope they explain. I to each
0: don't care that much. Exactly my point. Moving on.
1: They should have done a better job. Yep. Um, we got Bia Priestley and Nyla Do Rose you remember taking when on. We
0: first started watching WOW like 20 years ago. Yeah. And they kind of like tried to act like we were supposed to know who these people were and care. Yeah. Yeah. Same shit is happening now. Continue. Keep going.
1: Uh, they defeated Hakaroshida Shida and Chris Statlander. Um, the best part, well, two things. best part about the match was everyone chanting Holy Shida during the match. That was, that was great. That I was love funny. that.
0: Yeah, I like, enjoyed that too.
1: I also love how Bea Priestley went to go attack the champion Nyla Rose, but they were too busy showing replays, so you didn't see the initial attack. We cut, like, mid-attack.
0: <laughs> Production needs some work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many people who were, like, you know, been working on doing this kind of shit. They can do in the Performance Center at WWE, teach them how to shoot wrestling so we don't have this problem. Well,
1: they have a lot of former WWE people working backstage for them, production and otherwise.
0: Yeah, the ones that aren't working for WWE anymore for a reason. Possibly. No, not possibly. (sighs) If they were good at their job, they'd still be there.
1: Did you enjoy the Christopher Daniels video where he mocked the dark order?
0: It was funny for like the first 20 seconds and then it was like, okay, I'm over this.
1: You still think Christopher Daniels is the exalted one?
0: I don't think I never thought he actually was. I just like the idea of that being the case and laughing because it's so fucking stupid.
1: Yeah, we also had a uh, video from Darby Allen that was uh, uh, my understanding is he shoots and produces and does all his own videos with the body bag dragging behind the truck and uh, Jericho and the Sammy and all that. That's all him doing that, bring it, and then them putting it up. Mm. So I do like that they give their talent creative freedom for stuff like that. I do. No one knows your character better than you do.
0: Yeah, sink or swim, do what you're going to do.
1: And Darby's getting over.
0: Yeah, clearly what he's doing is working, so keep it up, bro.
1: Then we had uh, the Bunny and her two friends, along with MJF, take on the Lucha Express. The
0: Jurassic Express.
1: The Jurassic Express. Why did I put Lucha Express? I have
0: no idea. And why did I correct you on some AEW shit?
1: Because it's... To this do with first. Luchasaurus.
0: This is a first.
1: It's because it's Luchasaurus. If it wasn't Luchasaurus, you wouldn't have known any better. You are
0: probably right. <laughs> I just corrected Matt on some shit with AEW. Everybody take notes right now. Mark this on Friday the 13th of March 2020. Travis corrected Matt. What, what time zone are AW you in? W shit. Central, sir.
1: Okay, the so right. then you know, right now it's Saturday, February fourteenth, at twelve eleven a.m. Yeah, but the recording started on Friday the thirteenth, sir. Yeah, but if we're marking notes right now, right now it is Saturday. Yeah, but if
0: I mark this recording when we finish, it will be marked for Friday the thirteenth because that's when it started. So anyway, uh, I am the producer here. The Jurassic
1: Express lose to MJF, the Butcher and the Blade. Um, MJF's got his eye-pinned Cody shirt on. You know, they do some fun stuff here where MJF has to get in the ring with Luchasaurus, but my issue here was... Huh?
0: He tapped out Marco, right?
1: Yes, he tapped out Marco. My issue here was I want to really see what Luchasaurus can do, and...
0: In these tag team matches? I want to see some shit from NJF that's, like, not related to Cody. <laughs> but I hear you. I want to see more from Luchasaurus also. I want to see him in a singles match, like a full-on, good,
1: straight-up singles match. I don't I, even care who it's against.
0: No, that's not necessarily that. I told you before, like, I feel like the real money in this team is Luchasaurus and Marco Stutt. Okay. I don't care about the tag team.
1: I want to see just what Luchasaurus can do.
0: Listen to me, and I'll tell you why this would work. Go ahead. Because all you got to do is, you know, let Marco Stunt get into trouble, get fucked up, pretty much knocked out of the picture, and then let Luchasaurus do his thing, and he wins this entire match, whatever it may be, By himself, because Marco Stunt got fucked up. And that's where you showcase what Luchasaurus can really do.
1: And tag team matches and tag team match psychology is different than singles matches and singles match psychology. It is. What I'm saying is I want to see Luchasaurus on his own in a singles match to see what he can do against another opponent, probably of a similar size, Maybe, maybe the Butcher, maybe Lance Archer, why? Maybe Jake Hager. Why? Because he's bigger than half the roster, and having him dominate half the roster by punching and kicking and doing like what they do at the big show doesn't show me what he can really do. I want to see him putting on matches like what I'd see from somebody in NXT.
0: Showcasing <laughs> his range of talent. Here's the thing. As someone who loves Luchasaurus, from what I've seen in his tag, t- you know his tag matches, I believe he's limited.
1: He might be. I want to see. I've heard good things. I don't want to see, see it. I
0: think he's limited. Keep him where he's at, where I still love him.
1: Okay. Britt Baker came out and made fun of Mormons. Because they were in Salt Lake City.
0: Yeah, they were in Utah, and they don't drink, and that's so sad.
1: Um, I really actually enjoyed this whole thing. It was because it
0: was, good. It was a good little segment promo. Uh,
1: what was it? There was something in here.
0: They start off with like a were, lack of. Like they don't allow coffee, and then they don't allow alcohol, and it was just caffeine. Yeah, caffeine.
1: There was something else. There was something about what happened on this show and the fact that they were Mormons that I found. Oh, I know what it was. We'll get there. Okay, I'm back on track. Okay. So anyway, she comes out and insults Salt Lake City, and then Big Swole comes out to confront her.
0: Yo, this enlightened me on several levels. There were certain things I just didn't know. Like who Big
1: Swole's husband is? Yeah, that was one. And Travis, would you enlighten those who might not know or might not have looked it up as to who Big Swole is married to? Big Swole is married to Cedric fucking Alexander. Now, she was in the May Young Classic, I believe, and they did have
0: and talked about that during the May Young Classic. You know I didn't see that shit. Neither here nor there. But then she said, I am married, baby. I'm like, what? And at first I thought, before I looked it up, is Big Swole married to Adam Cole? Does Adam Cole like chocolate?
1: Wait, wait, wait. Are you telling me you didn't know that Britt Baker and Adam Cole were a thing? How would I know that? Because I know we've talked about it. No, we haven't. Yeah, we have. You know we why? Because Britt Baker has been on NXT in the crowd making faces and shit during shows, and then they mocked it on AEW Dynamite like the next week after it happened at the pay-per-view.
0: We talked about it. See, here's the here's the fatal flaw you're making, Matt. You are unfairly yeah, you assuming us, that I'm listening to you when you're talking. <laughs>
1: Big Swole catches Matt, some coffee in the Matt, face. You
0: talk a lot.
1: <laughs> That's my job.
0: That's why I'm here. Oh, man. Listen, let me tell you. When our truth dropped that line on Paul Heyman, it's my favorite thing ever. Like, you talk a lot. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Can we just skip to Raw and talk about Paul Heyman again? I'm also sorry. his
1: job. Uh, We also had the Death Triangle take on Janella and Private Party. Travis, are you not a fan of Private Party? No, because Chuck Taylor doesn't wear Chuck Taylors. Fuck them. Okay, that's the best friends. Same shit. So now we're back to me correcting you on things for AEW. Same shit. The world is correct. It is back in its order. They are the same fucking thing. Oh, no, no. Private Party are two black guys who you posted some meme about the difference between them or the last of difference between them. them. Yeah,
0: yeah, because nobody gives a fuck about them either. That's how little I care. That's why I forgot about them so quickly, because nobody gives a shit about them.
1: Actually, AEW fan base really likes Private Party. They've done some things. They beat the Young Bucks and knocked them out of the tournament for the first ever tag team titles. They did that segment at the bar with Adam Page, who we all love. Because Adam Page is a shit. Um, but during the post match beatdown from the Death Triangle, El Triangular de Muerto or whatever the fuck it was, then the best friends come down. Then our boy Orange Cassidy and tri- that's why I was
0: confused because they all were mixed up in the same shit.
1: The third wheel comes down. Well, I need you to listen to the words coming out of my mouth. No. Yes. We got a John Moxley interview. I enjoyed thoroughly. Um, I really do like John Moxley. And shout out to John Moxley. Apparently, there are some independent wrestling shows that I uh, had to shut down due to the whole coronavirus thing, and some of those talent weren't getting paid. So John Moxley donated some of his own money to those talents to help cover their lost wages.
0: Nick, he probably got guaranteed money for that shit. So yeah, I feel. It
1: mox interview was good uh I like mox and jr sitting down i trust who do you think better john moxley or dean ambrose
0: well i guess i'll say john moxley because he's not as constrained so i'll give it to him.
1: last but not last but not least on aw and this is what i was talking about it was weird for me to hear a bunch of mormons singing judas to chris jericho
0: <laughs> Something about that just didn't seem right to me. Because if you're if you're thinking about the fact that they're Mormons, most Which people in Utah are not Mormons, sir. It's just I've we, been to we, Salt Lake City. I disagree. We was, we've associated the the Latter Day Saints with the state of Utah. That doesn't mean they're all Mormons. I've been to Salt Lake
1: City. I disagree. Also, have you ever been to a Mormon strip club before?
0: Those don't exist, sir. Travis, any strip club in Salt Lake City is a Mormon strip club because everyone in Salt Lake City
1: is a Mormon. Listen, I'm a 33 year old white man. It is built in my DNA to generalize. All right. So everyone in Salt Lake City is a fucking Mormon, which means if there's a strip club in Salt Lake City, it is a Mormon strip club. This is what my people do, Travis. (laughs) Anyway. Um, no, I, I did really find I, – I laughed at that because she brought up how – like, Britt kind of called them all Mormons and generalized everyone there is Mormons, and then they were singing Judas, and that brought a little chuckle to me. I but, uh, yeah, Hangman and Dustin, the unlikely duo, formed a fantastic tag team, and they defeated the inner circle. They still got jumped in the end. Kenny still comes down with his fucked-up wrist, and then Cody, and, again, it's one at a time as they're getting fucked up then as hangman adam page is about to suffer the same fate that john moxley did last week with the shield powerbomb off the stage matt jackson saves adam page and then flicks off adam page
0: remember the shield
1: i do remember the shield that's why i said the shield powerbomb
0: remember how dope the shield was
1: I remember how awesome uh, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins were.
0: I'm not talking about like what they did now. I'm talking about when the Shield first debuted. Yeah, before all the tactical stuff, when they were just like
1: in black pants and turtlenecks.
0: Yeah, when they were like hired guns by Paul Heyman and CM Punk. Yeah, I miss those days. Keep going. I'm sorry.
1: We finished the show with the Inner Circle on top because Jericho takes out Hangman and Matt. Champion. Christian. No longer the Le
0: Champion. No, 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 no. He still refers to himself as Le Champion.
1: Yeah, and you still refer to yourself as the Dragon King, yet I have no evidence that there is a dragon or subjects that are dragons, part dragon, or that dragons even exist. So you can say whatever fuck you want, Travis. He can say whatever he wants. Spitter
0: swallow, AW. Just for them, spitting AEW. Okay. Because fuck I mean, you. If you don't want to acknowledge my Dragon King status.
1: To be honest with you, Travis, it doesn't really hurt me or affect me whether you spit AW because you already swallowed NXT. So I still get my win.
0: I'll spit NXT next time. want to fuck with me.
1: Yeah, Okay. All
0: you did get Luchasaurus. You
1: did get more NWO shit. Um, I'm <laughs> swallowing AW. It was a good no, shit. Like,
0: no bullshit. Like, yeah. I got I got Luchasaurus again. I did get NWO shit. The problem is that was the end of the beginning. And in between, no substance. Hangman hey, Adam Page. That was all part of the end. The whole buildup is who is his partner, and it was taken completely out of his hands. Well, the, and
1: the end and the beginning... Was Hangman Adam Page in the NWO shit, and the middle would have been Luchasaurus.
0: What I'm talking about is when I say, I've talked about this before. When they gave me good at the beginning, good at the end, but in the middle. Isn't that what WCW did, though, all the time? WCW gave me good at the beginning, middle, and then like the end of what they tried to give me was shit, but the build to it was fucking cool.
1: I thought they always started off really good, and the middle was kind of just bullshit, and then they tried to end really good.
0: Depends on what WCW you're talking about. Where?
1: So you are spitting AEW? Yes. Do you want to – if there is – okay. If there is an AEW next week, depending on what you want to talk to me about after the show, if we do do a show and we do cover it, do you want to do an episode of AEW next week? Or do you want to go to NWA Power because that's a studio show? I don't think that's going anywhere.
0: By the way, I think they filmed that already, most likely. If we're doing things in the format that we're currently doing them, I would rather watch some NWA shit. Roger that. So next week, unless
1: they bring back another legend that Travis loves, like Bret Hart or Ultimate Warrior rises from the dead and crawls a zombie ass out onto TV or – you know, something like that, we're going to cover NWA. Jake I mean, the I've Snake heard rumors about it.
0: Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, but we'll see. Yeah.
1: And uh, yeah, as the Dragon King, that is one of your subjects. Yeah. Yeah. You exactly. got to support him.
0: Exactly. I just completely Monday made it up, but you bought it. That's the point of the fucking wrestling rumors. Who the fuck knows what's going to happen?
1: Monday Night Raw. Becky Lynch... Found the man, Travis. It was buried somewhere in the back of her closet. I hadn't seen it for a while, but she pulled it out here in this promo. This is the Becky we love. This is the Becky we wanted. This is the Becky we haven't seen in a while. She brought it back. I was with it. Did you see Angel Garza versus Rey Mysterio?
0: We got more Latino heat?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I missed it. Didn't see it. Tell me about it. No, because it wasn't good enough for Hulu. I know. I mean, ain't good enough for Hulu, sir. I don't know I mean right now.
1: Uh, did you see the Seth and AOP and Buddy Murphy outside the arena with Kevin Owens segment? The
0: KO backstage beat down? I saw that shit, yes.
1: So, KO tries to arrive to the arena. He is confronted by Buddy Murphy and the AOP and the man-bun Mazaya, who is eating popcorn because... Of what he's happened K. at the elimination at, chamber. He's
0: eating popcorn at the elimination chamber. Yes.
1: He's eating it with his gloves too, which is just gross because, like,
0: it's weird. Yeah. You yeah. touch a lot of weird shit with your gloves on.
1: And then you touch the popcorn and you put it in your mouth. Like, yeah, I'm pretty just, sure. He should
0: have just poured the popcorn into his mouth. Like, just. just I'm pretty sure if there's
1: bag. a mutated strain of coronavirus, it's going to start with whatever was growing on Seth's gloves popcorn and corona? gestate inside him. Yeah.
0: Probably, He probably just killed the entire WWE universe. If
1: you hear about the Orville Redenbacher <laughs> coronavirus, that's where it started right there with Seth Rollins. Um, Yeah, they jump KO outside of the arena, take him out. See Charlotte?
0: Yes. I also saw the Via Ripley video package that was also on NXT last week. Which I saw this
1: time, but I missed last week on NXT. But, Travis, there's an old saying in mm-hmm. wrestling, in life, in general. What's that Talk saying? shit, get hit.
0: <laughs> it's that simple. Talk shit, get hit. I've also heard talk shit, get shot. Same shit, though.
1: Charlotte came out and talked to shit. Rhea came out and Charlotte
0: got hit. Yeah. Dropped. Dropped her which is why what happened on NXT happened. Eventually, you know, Charlotte had to get her hits back. So a lot of people, whether WrestleMania happens or not, have been
1: complaining about WrestleMania. They've been saying that the match card sucks and that there's no build to any of the matches. Are they not watching what I'm watching? They're not. Because they've
0: been building Charlotte and Rhea. That's why I, like, made that little joke earlier about how they may or may not be canceling, you know, Tampa. I'm like, I mean, y'all hated the you hated the car anyway, right? So you're cool, right? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> they built Shayna versus Becky. That's two matches. They've oh. been building John Cena versus The Fiend over the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. They've kind of been building gold. I mean... By having the fiend lose the title and Goldberg take it, and then Roman challenge him, they've been building that story with Goldberg and Roman Reigns. Even though the idea of spear
0: versus spear is not really the best way to build this that story, is, is, they try to make it spear versus spear. It will make more sense if Goldberg's finisher was a spear, but it's not. The only the the match it's, that it's they that say that is the only match German suplex, not German. Vertical suplex power slam thing that he's still trying to pass off at the jackhammer.
1: Yeah, the only thing they say is getting a proper build is Edge versus Randy Orton. But look at Drew McIntyre and Brock Lesnar that has had a great build, yes. that has had the main build, the one build we care about. I'm with it. Drew won the Royal Rumble, he now did. he's going after the champion. He is every year. This, except for last year with Kofi Mania, because Kofi Mania swept the world, this is the feud you look forward to. You want someone to win the Royal Rumble and go after the champion and watch that build. Drew Claymore kicked Brock Lesnar last week three goddamn times. Yeah, kicked his goddamn head off.
0: Question. Drew also did some shit this week that we're going to get to. Question. Go ahead. Completely random. Random. Has nothing to do with anything we talked about in weeks.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Is Dio dead? Dio
1: Madden? Madden? Mm-hmm. No idea. Okay. Because he didn't come back at the Royal Rumble. He didn't he win did the Royal not. Rumble. And he ain't going on to get revenge <laughs> at Brock Lesnar. So
0: exactly. Like I'm just he, saying, is he
1: dead? <laughs> if you guys are out there and you're like, oh, this card sucks. Honestly, it doesn't suck. You're going to get the Fiend Bray Wyatt versus John Cena. You are going to get Roman Reigns versus or, uh, Roman Reigns versus Goldberg, I, whether you want it or not.
0: It's a hell of a matchup. It's He's interesting. Getting, like, I want both of them to take multiple spears. AJ Styles versus The
1: Undertaker is going to happen. And it's going like, to be dope. I'll and there's been it. some build for this. It's not the match I wanted, but it's going to happen. Here's the thing about...
0: AJ versus
1: Undertaker. Uh oh. I hear it in your voice. No, no. Hurry up.
0: No, seriously. Seriously.
1: Uh huh. (laughs) No, I hear it, Travis. Keep going. (laughs) Hold on. Here's the thing about AJ versus The Undertaker. That match can't happen because Roman Reigns has to defeat (laughs) the beast that is The Undertaker (laughs) at WrestleMania. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, for real. I forgot what I was going to say, so keep going. Okay. Um, did you see
1: Bobby versus Zach? No. Bobby Lashley versus Zach Ryder. No. Of course not. It was Bobby Lashley and Zach Ryder. Uh, did you see the backstage stuff between Rollins and Alistair Black? <laughs> no thank god corona is not transmitted via wi-fi uh did you see drew versus eric rowan yes so drew defeats eric rowan and then kills the spider one week (laughs) dude go get some water while i talk about this yeah hold on one week After the debut of this big mechanical spider that was garbage, (laughs) that apparently our reaction as fans was enough to kill this, you know, he took the stairs and he slammed it into the cage, crushing the cage. So theoretically, the spider's in the cage. Cage is destroyed. Spider is destroyed. Rowan didn't even seem sad. Like, that's the disconnect for me is, like, if you're going to kill the spider, have Rowan lose his mind over it. Like, it was his pet. He loved this thing. Make him cry. Hold the pieces. Do something with it. I know this was all to put Drew over, to get Drew going. I get that. But come on. Like, if you're going to do it, like, if you're going to introduce this bullshit-ass spider, and then you're going to kill it a week later because it's bullshit, at least – make me care a little bit about it like the fact that eric rowan did not cry did not shed a tear did not really lose his shit over his pet being crushed and killed with stairs in front of his own eyes
0: oh, oh, are,
1: you, are you booing the spider are you booing the
0: i'm booing this whole eric rowan thing that they ruined they killed it we should have never seen what was in that fucking cage Ooh.
1: Honestly, Eric Rowan being the genius behind the attack on Roman Reigns was way better than whatever they've been doing with him in this fucking cage.
0: Eric Rowan should have been the exalted one.
1: Uh, still could be Luke Harper. Rowan. Uh, did you see the Kabuki Warriors versus Natalia and Liv Morgan? Yeah. Kabuki Warriors win. Ruby Wyatt, Riot, watches. And the reason that the Kabuki Warriors win is because Liv Morgan clearly learned nothing from her time in the Riot Squad about being a tag team wrestler. You do not jump while in a match to the outside on people not in the match, whether they're brawling or not because Sarah Logan came down. You still got this whole Riot Squad triple threat issue thing going on. Liv abandoned Natalia to take out Ruby and Sarah. And then Natalya to take on the Kabuki Warriors one on one, and Travis, you can't defeat a Bukaki by yourself.
0: You cannot, let alone two Bukakis.
1: Correct. Then uh, AJ disrespects the greatest wrestler to ever. Lace repair boots. He disrespected
0: the fuck out
1: of The Undertaker. And I'm going to need Undertaker to disrespect the shit out of him back with some of those punches to the fucking face. He should end The tombstone, like, you don't come out and talk about The Undertaker like that. You call it a Mark Calloway, about his wife, Michelle. And don't get me wrong, part of me felt like he wasn't very comfortable doing this promo, but he still delivered it pretty damn well. Like, there were some spots... I've always had an issue with AJ Styles' promo delivery there. just Maybe it's the scripted promo part of it, but his delivery sometimes, I see what he's trying to do, but it just falls flat for me And okay. a lot of the promos that he does. Maybe it's the scripted part of it. I don't know. But yeah. do you think, because this is what everyone's talking about, Bubba Ray and Mark Henry and all these people are talking about, because he said, Mark Calloway, that we're going to get the American Badass no. and not The Undertaker. No. Do you think there's even a
0: chance? Nope. Okay. Because the people don't want to see that, and WWE knows that. We want the fucking Undertaker. We don't want to see don't know. Mark Calloway. A lot of people actually seem kind of excited mm-hmm. to see The the American Badass come back. My thing does is, not count, sir. The general public. They are f- when, people, when the general public tunes into WrestleMania, they want to see their Undertaker. We do not want to see Mark Calloway. They fucked
1: this up anyway, and we'll get to that when we get to the main event because it should have been one thing, and it would have been great, and they didn't do it, and they're not going to give it to us, and now I'm not happy.
0: They're not doing that did tag you see? match, Matt. Like, I don't know why you let yourself believe that, but go ahead. Keep
1: going. Because it would have been the greatest thing ever, Travis. No, it wouldn't have. Anyway, no, no, it wouldn't. Riddick it would have been better than anything The Rock ever did. Riddick Moss versus Cedric Alexander. Did you see that?
0: Nothing Matt says at this point is relevant at all because he just disrespected The Rock. Like I don't know what you he Did You see, Riddick Moss versus Secretary- I am done talking to you right now because you just disrespected The Rock.
2: How Dude, dare last you, week. Why
0: do you keep trying to talk to me right now? You are muted, sir. We are done with you. No. How you have a show to finish. Dare you? I don't give a. Fuck mute you motherfucker how dare you come to me with that you, unmuted dis- me you just tried to, you know I can go like deeper than that and I can just mute you and just not let you have audio at all like I can mute you in Zoom or I can mute you period and no one will hear anything you're saying right now how dare you
1: you got disrespectful first, Travis. That's just how it works. You disrespect me. I disrespect you, you back.
0: See, here's the thing. You keep talking right now, and nobody hears what you're saying because I muted you on the far end. I didn't mute you in Zoom. I muted you internally. Nobody knows what you're saying.
1: We'll see when I listen back. Yeah,
0: you're moving your lips right now, and nobody hears you, and it's so good. You're not even muted right here. Now, I'll move you up a little bit. Now, apologize to The Rock, and we can keep going.
1: I apologize, Dwayne Johnson, for using you as a ploy to attack a disrespectful-ass co-host who got disrespectful with me first. That's the best you're getting. Riddick Moss, Cedric Alexander, Travis. Me.
0: This whole podcast just won't go up. You want to fuck with me? I don't know who the fuck you think you're talking to right now. What were you saying? I'm.
1: What did you ask me? Did you see Riddick Moss versus Big Swall's Who husband? the
0: fuck is Mid- Riddick Moss?
1: Well, we would have talked about it last week, but that was part of the not good enough for Hulu that we it's didn't It's not good week. enough
0: this week either, because I don't know who the fuck Riddick Moss is.
1: He's the guy that beat Ricochet one-on-one last week and defended the 24-7 title. We'll we'll get to that. Pretty Ricky? Yeah. Damn. Clean.
0: Pretty Ricky went from going up against Brock Lesnar to getting beat clean by somebody who I don't even know? Yep. Damn, he ain't shit. Uh,
1: MVP comes out. MVP apparently is going to no longer wrestle.
0: You hear the clock. Ticket. Tick. Tick. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: He is going to be a manager, and uh, the person he wants to manage is Edge. Um, He's here's first. the thing. Edge has been around longer than MVP, so Edge is more of a veteran than MVP, so I don't see what MVP is lending to Edge as a manager. Well,
0: you need to consider what MVP's character was. MVP's character was he was able to get those dollars, get paid. And if he's going to be somebody's manager, his job is to get them paid. Makes perfect sense to me. Unless
1: you're trying to manage Edge, who doesn't seem to care about getting paid.
0: You need to know your clientele, Travis. Edge can, you know, get the main event status, but, you know, if you want to get paid also... You bring in MVP.
1: So Edge shows up. Who says
0: you can't have both?
1: Edge is not amused with this idea, and MVP goes so far as to, in a very disrespectful way, which seems to be the theme of Monday Night Raw, a lot of disrespect going around, even here on the show. Uh, How's your wife doing? Which then gets him speared. Randy Orton comes down to attack edge catches a rko from edge on randy then edge goes to get chairs he also rkos mvp cuz randy leaves and then edge proceeds to smash and bash poor mvp skull in with a concerto completely
0: unnecessary
1: and as he does it, he so yells, Randy, this is you
0: now. Yeah. Randy yeah. was right there. Doing all this shit to MVP. MVP did not concerto Edge. MVP did not touch Edge's wife. But you do all this to MVP. And Randy was 20 feet away. Yeah. Yeah. So honestly, You could have just chased him down. Exactly. Honestly, Edge. Attack Randy. Why are you taking this are out you on bothered? MVP? He didn't do shit are you to bo- you
1: are you bothered at all by the fact that edge was no selling the neck injury after
0: I was getting there because, you know, there was a whole big deal about how long he was out. They said he was out two months. He was not out two months, but they also, you know, made such a big deal about it, but all, but somehow he was just, okay, no big deal.
1: Yeah. It was a little bit of a disconnect for me. I would have at least liked him to come out holding his neck or, you know, even after, if he Shows hit the spear and then he went to hold his neck.
0: neck. Yeah, yeah.
1: Or, even better, have him come out with a neck brace. Have him be, you know, they talked about this on Busted Open. And I Bully Ray brought it up and it was a great idea. You have him driven to the arena by Christian. You have him in a neck brace. You do all the same shit that you did, but have him rip the neck brace off and RKO Randy.
0: Somehow show. That there was some kind of damage done before. Yeah. Tell the story. They keep forgetting to tell the story and focus on giving us spots. Giving us sound bites. We finish
1: Monday Night Raw off with Black versus Seth Rollins. Black wins via DQ and Murphy attacks. it.
0: over Paul E. Heyman. What do you mean? We got some talking from Paul. Uh, It's not in my notes. I didn't make that up. What did Paul have to say? I don't remember. I just remember he said shit because I put it in my notes. Apparently, I didn't watch it. Well, you're useless then. Move on.
1: Or if I did watch it, it was so insignificant that I didn't take notes. about. Nothing
0: that Paul Heyman says is insignificant, sir.
1: It is when he says the same shit week after week after week. Not if he does it well. Hold on. I got you, Travis. My client, Brock Lesnar, is not intimidated by Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre cheap shot at Brock Lesnar with three Claymore kicks. Brock Lesnar will defeat Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. This is not a prediction, this is a spoiler. This Good enough. I,
0: cannot, I cannot confirm nor deny that's what it was because I don't remember right now.
1: I'm fairly certain that's what it was. They delivered it he says every 10
0: week. times better than that though.
1: Probably. He's got that Jew magic. I, I can say that because I'm a Jew. Uh So anyway, Black defeats Rollins by DQ and Buddy Murphy comes to break up the pin. And then this is why I was so upset, because Aleister Black was in a feud with AJ Styles in the OC. Everything was set up to, as Travis so disrespectfully mentioned, do a tag team match, which would have benefited everyone because then The Undertaker wouldn't have had to work a full match. He's better off in a tag team at this point. He would have given Aleister Black the rub and it would have allowed one of the OC members to eat the pin from AJ instead of having AJ Styles eat the pin from The Undertaker at WrestleMania. It would have been a great segment for everyone. It would have got the OC on the show, done a lot for Aleister Black, kept AJ from actually losing, and giving The Undertaker a reduced work rate. It's the best scenario. You can try
0: to disguise this all you want, but you really wanted this match because you wanted to elevate Aleister Black. We are not going to pretend that's not what's happening there. Stop it.
1: Also, I've watched, as much as I love him, all of Undertaker's matches, and the best ones that I've seen him in were the ones where he was tagging. Now, mind you, the DX versus that's the Brothers because of Destruction he match. he should have
0: retired years ago. Continue.
1: I was going to say some more stuff about The Rock, but we'll just move on. We don't have time for you to meet me
0: again. Yeah, you need to stop disrespecting The Rock. Guess what? He realized when he was done, and he stopped, unlike some (laughs) other people I know, Undertaker. So there.
1: Alistair Black just kind of disappears from the scenario as...
0: Yeah, they killed him.
1: (laughs) The Viking Raiders and the Street Prophet come down, and they give us an eight-man tag team match. I don't, I don't care know. about the rest of this. Like, like, I, I, didn't, know, I don't I, know
0: what you want me to tell you. you, know, you it
1: know. was stupid. Like I don't understand why. Yeah, Kevin Owens came down and hit some stunners and got curb stomped by Seth Rollins. Like, yay. I don't understand why we sacrificed Alistair Black for an eight-man tag team match, why that was even a thing, Like why we even did that, why that was there to begin with.
0: He's so upset, y'all. Like, he's really upset because Alistair Black was left out. No, it was a waste. He he went from facing AJ Styles. He's not upset about what happened. He's upset because Aleister Black was left out of it.
1: To beating Seth Rollins and then just disappearing and having that whole match just not mean shit because now we're doing an eight man tag.
0: Beating Seth Rollins really?
1: He won by DQ a WZW. He beat Seth Rollins.
0: Yes, he WZW. I'll give you that. But you're talking about it like you know he pinned him. No, he got, he got he, his ass beat. Like, in the end, he was beat down. So, yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't still there to participate in an eight-man no, tag. No. He got his ass whooped. It was over. He, was,
1: he had Seth Rollins pinned, and Buddy broke the pin, causing the yes. DQ.
0: And then all of them whooped his ass. So, he was not in so, any fit shape to have a tag match.
1: Buddy would not have broken the pin if Seth was not in jeopardy of losing, which means he beat Seth Rollins. In the Again. Match.
0: Again, Alistair got his ass whooped afterwards. He was all beat down. He was in no shape to have a match.
1: It was a waste of time.
0: After not Alistair good enough like for that, Hulu. It is not time for Alistair to have a match. Sorry, as much as you love him and you want to lick his balls, that's not what's going on there.
1: Monday Night Raw edition. Angel Garza loses to Rey Mysterio. Bobby Lashley defeats Zack Ryder. This is the match where we find out that Lana's going to be in the movie and we get the, we want Lana chance, which I guess, I mean, if I was Bobby Lashley and I had to watch a Bobby Lashley-Zack Ryder match, I'd want Lana too because he's no Aleister Black. Um, Seth Rollins also asks Aleister Black backstage to join his group of apostles and Aleister turns it down,
0: which is how we got to this match. We just assumed it wasn't, but go ahead.
1: I asked you if you
0: saw it, and you said no. I did not. You did. I didn't. You did. Lies.
1: Moss defeats Cedric Alexander. Riddick Moss is your 24-7 champion, and apparently we have just thrown out the whole 24-7 title rules and regulations. We're just having single matches for the title now to put Riddick Moss over. No one's chasing him after the match. None of that shit. It's
0: just Put it back on truth. Monday Night Raw. Run, true, run. I don't know, man. I guess. (sighs) I might have to spit this, dude. Like, it's just. It had elements that I'm like, I should like this. But I didn't.
1: The only thing I really enjoyed was the Becky Lynch promo at the very beginning of the show. The rest was by the outcome. Ugh.
2: Yeah.
0: The, whole, I'm the whole thing with Edge, you know, MVP did nothing to you, sir.
1: There was no reason for MVP to be part of this in any way, shape, or form. Kind of exactly. like there was no reason for Alistair Black to be part of the main event. These were just weird placements of <laughs> things that they did that made yeah. no sense.
0: Yeah. So, I guess I got to spit it.
1: Best show of the week, Travis?
0: Mm, I guess I got to give it to NXT this week.
1: I, as well, i am giving it to NXT because the way the show closed was fucking fantastic. And, ladies and gentlemen, if you really want to get me, all you got to do is give me a great closer. AEW's was good, but NXT's was great. Go
0: ahead. We're running long. Go ahead. All right, you guys can find
1: Travis on Twitter and Instagram at circuslot that is at S-I-R underscore C-U-S-S-A-L-O-T-T. You guys can find me on Twitter only at Matt Ritter, that is at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. You guys can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash group slash smackin' raw, or facebook.com slash creation world. You guys can also follow creation world at Twitter or er, on Twitter at the creation world and Instagram, correct? Both? Yep. The. T-H-E, Creatia, C-R-E-T-I-A, World.
0: C-R-E-A-T-I-A. Yeah, that's what I said. You didn't. You didn't say the A. Yeah, I it. The first. Anyway, one. you did not.
1: You guys can go back. to my Twitter, and in my Twitter, you guys will find links for the audio versions for this podcast. Also, you will find a link for the Creation World link tree, which will send you to the merchandise shop. What, do why are you making faces? I don't know. Oh. Keep talking. The merchandise shop, the Patreon, all those things. Please go support us. Um, I'm going to talk to Travis about putting some more stuff up on Patreon to see if we can get you guys to subscribe. Um, so we may be announcing that later. Super Flash Arrow of Tomorrow is up. You guys can find them at facebook.com slash Tomorrow and anywhere else you hear the audio for this and on YouTube and on Pornhub. Please do not forget, we are the number one. Wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Go like, number go subscribe one. on both Pornhub and YouTube. We appreciate it. Please go like and subscribe on both. For Sir Cuss-A-Lot, Travis Pointer, I am the Warden Matt Ritter. We are the number one porn, co- well, number one podcast on Pornhub, and we are that damn good. Peace.